and me. I will be your host for the next hour. I have over 16 years of professional healthcare experience and began my career as an energy medicine practitioner while working as an oncology nurse at a Seattle area hospital. My medical background combined with intuitive insights and skill in moving energy have been a catalyst for transformation in many people's lives. I hope the next hour will be transformative for you as well. Welcome, everyone. This is Marie Manucherry. We are live here in Seattle. It's actually a really gorgeous day. It was hailing, I swear, just a few hours ago in Kirkland. Did you notice that here? Eric, did you notice any hail? Oh, I didn't notice any hail. Okay, well, you know, a few miles away can actually change the weather patterns oh, around yeah. here. <laughs> absolutely, absolutely. But it's a gorgeous day in Seattle. and I'm, At least uh, in our little chunk of the area. That's true. <laughs> it could yeah. be hailing. <laughs> it, it could be someplace else. That's true. <laughs> so it's a beautiful day here in Seattle. And uh, I just got back from vacation. I was in Arizona at a spa yeah, for three days. Yeah, welcome back. Thank that sounds like you. fantastic time. Oh, my gosh. I did the zip line, went hiking, had a bunch of trees. Treatments, ate amazing food, slept in a very high count thread uh, bed. <laughs> you know, it, was, <laughs> it was fabulous. And so I'm happy and rested to be home back here in Seattle and thrilled that we have a guest today. We have Deborah Silverman, who's actually calling in from Colorado. And Deborah is an astrologer. She is also a psychotherapist and has been in private practice for 32 years. I met Deborah actually in January, and there's no way she looks like she's old enough to have been in practice that long. Um, Deborah. Yeah, Deborah's going to disagree with me, but um, Deborah has a unique approach to both psychology and astrology that has brought her world-class status. For the past seven years, Deborah has had the honor of teaching at the internationally renowned Esalon Institute. I know a lot about Esalon these days. I'll explain that later. She has written columns for parenting magazines in the U.S. and Canada and starred on a radio show in Vancouver for many years. Deborah's specialty is blending astrology and psychology to help clients understand their life lessons, unique purpose, strengths, and challenges. Her work is based on Jungian psychology and the four primal elements, which we're going to talk about today, water, earth, and fire, and air. She teaches that an awareness of unique behavioral tendencies under stress allows us to have understanding and compassion for ourselves and each other. So welcome, Deborah. Thank you so much. Yeah, I was so blessed to meet you in January. You were in town visiting a friend who I happen to know, and your friend said, do you want a reading? I'm like, oh my gosh, I would love one. So <laughs> I met you right after the new year in your pajamas, I think. <laughs> and uh, and you were gracious enough to give me a reading when you were in town. So you're home in Colorado right now. And it's a sunny, beautiful day in the mountains. Oh, nice, nice. And so the elements, could you kind of explain your process with that, please? Yes, I, I work a lot with the four elements, which are water, air, earth, and fire, that we can't live without. We can't live without water for longer than a few days. We can't live without air longer than a few minutes. We can't live without food. We can't live without the heartbeat of our own fiery red blood. So my work is to help people understand who they are, like look at their chart and identify the particular nature, like is it fire, is it air, what's the nature of their personality, and help them fall in love with themselves because we're all trying to be able to be comfortable in our own skin. And everybody's a little quirky. 
<laughs> That's a really nice way of putting it, quirky. I really like that. And, you know, after having a personal, you made me cry uh, in a good way. In a, you know, the, it's one of my gifts, but you know what? You have a lot of water in your chart, so I don't get a lot of credit. I do make it safe <laughs> for people to open up their hearts and feel their soul. My work is really helping people make the distinction between that funny little quirky part of us, the personality, and the deeper, wise part of us that's our soul. And I try to marry the two inside people. Well, you did a beautiful job. I mean, you described me in a way that, you know, humbled me enormously and made me cry. It was really quite beautiful. Thank you. It was wonderful. Well, that's all the water in your chart. You have, <laughs> can I talk about your chart for a sure, minute? Sure, sure. So you are a good example because you have so much fire and so much water and that, if it's not focused, Water puts out fire, but if you focus water and fire, it's like tea or soup. It's very healing. So one of your gifts is being able to be blunt and truthful with your fiery enthusiasm, but you've got this depth, all this water where you're psychically perceiving. Water people feel things, and it moves them to tears, and they can't explain it, but they get feelings all the time. So that's your instinct, your intuition that's so outstanding. But the fiery part of you is the part that gets really blunt and tells the truth, and everybody goes, wow. People don't talk like that, but you have this great gift of taking your sensitivity, water, and actively expressing it in fire. So most people are one or the other. Most people are either watery, and they're kind of private and quiet, and they'd rather be at home, and they're reclusive, and they're intuitive and a little scared, or they're fiery and bold and out there in the world and very enthusiastic and loud, and you have them both. Wow. Wow. Can you feel that? Oh, totally. Yeah. When you describe it, because, you know, when I'm not on the air or in front of a class or with a client, I like to just be quiet. I really do. You know, you've got a very profound gift in the name of water. (laughs) These are the people that can sense things and feel things. But unless the skill's been developed, like in your case, often it lends itself to moodiness or secretiveness or even depression because Mm. they feel so much for the planet. But they don't know how to release it and be able to find the wisdom in the sensitivity. But you've clearly been able to develop that. Well, thank you so much. That's very generous and kind of you. Thank you so much. It's true. Well, thank you. Thank you. You're so sweet. And then fiery people, they tend to be the ones that are loud and bold, and they bump into things, and they're funny, and they express themselves, but they can have a bigger ego, and they tend to be a bit offensive to other people, and we go, where's the off button? Mm. So that's the contrast between the fire and the water, and your case, you really learned how to use your fire to share it with us so you can get us all enthusiastic and say, come on, wake up. (laughs) Well, thank you so much. It's my pleasure to do it. I totally enjoy it. So when we look at the elements, can you give us a a little bit more description before we go to the phone lines? So let me describe the other two. We've left out two others. One of them is my specialty, and that's air. Because you're a Libra. Communicator. They're, They're the... Airheads, they're the funny ones, they're witty and giddy and they forget their names, they forget where they put things and they're very intellectual and they love to study all the time, they're taking classes and they're on the telephone and they have this great gift for charm but they tend to be a little bit forgetful and at worst they're a little bit in their head rather than in their heart like the water person which is feeling so much. Air people tend to be up in their head. And then the last category is earth and those are the very grounded basic, practical people that love to cross the T's and dot the I's, and they're really into money, and they believe in beginnings and ends, and you should be on time, and you should get it right, and you have some of that, by the way. Ah, yes, (laughs) I do. Mm -hmm. The love of getting things done and making sure it's done excellent without, so they're the ones that go, don't do the dishes, I'm doing them, because they don't (laughs) like the way other people do it. Uh Uh-huh. They're such perfectionists, they have such high standards, and they tend to be a little bit bossy because they don't want someone else to do less of a job than they can do. So 
The water is the sensitive one. The air is the talkative one, social. Earth are the practical people that love to get things done. And fire is the enthusiast that really gets us inspired and tells us the truth. And so we all have a little bit of these things, most well, of us? Well, the goal of the game is to have, it's like four wheels in a car. Oh. You want to have all four wheels well, you know, all of them big and balanced. But if one of them is low, like, for example, if someone's not good at fire and they don't have energy, that even with their great ideas and their practicality and their sensitivity, they can't get motivated. Or if they don't have water and they're cut off emotionally. So you want to have all four equally balanced, and that's the name of the game. But we do come in in a lifetime, like in your case, you came in to learn about Earth this lifetime. So you have a tendency to be a workaholic, don't you? Yes, I do. Mm -hmm. So it's your life lesson. Wherever Saturn is, this is the most important piece, Mm -hmm. whatever your life lesson is, is the one that really gets us freed up in a life to do what we came to do and to learn our lesson. But it's always the hardest one. Mm-hmm. So if it's in water, they're too sensitive. If it's in air, they talk too much. If it's in earth, they work too much. And if it's in fire, they can get a little out of hand. <laughs> <laughs> and so do you help people then balance these elements exactly. in their life? That's Perfect. my job is to help someone figure out what's the one that's out of balance because we really do have to be living with all four of them. And if one is out of balance, the whole system goes off. Wow. Well, we are grateful that you're here on the show, and we have callers already who want to ask you questions, and they've been kind enough to give us their birth date data information. And so, Eric, who do we have on the line? Well, our first caller is all, all the way from uh, Bonnie, Scotland. We've got Teresa on the line right now, and her birthday is July 4th, 1970. She was born at uh, 5.45 p.m. in Lewiston, Idaho. Wow. Hi, Teresa. Hi, Marie. How are you? I'm great. Thank you for calling the show. What time is it in Scotland? It's just after 8 o'clock, so it's still early. Ah, uh, well, wonderful. We're so glad that you called. And, and Deborah's here. Hi, Hi there, Teresa. Hi, Deborah. So should I just jump in? Yeah, you go right ahead. So you have, let me ask you to guess first. Can you guess which element was really strong for you? I'm sorry, what was that? Can you, did you hear the conversation about the elements? Can you guess which one was really strong? Oh, yeah, definitely be water. (laughs) That's right. You have five planets in water. So you're a double cancer. The sun and the moon were in cancer and water when you were born. So you are extremely sensitive and get your feelings hurt easily but have a great gift with healing. What do you do for work? Um, I do clinical aromatherapy, massage, and Reiki. That's so perfect. Mm -hmm. (laughs) And did you have a specific (laughs) question? Um, No, I didn't have a question. I was just hoping to get a reading from you and see... um, you know, what what it is that I could maybe balance out? Good question. I love that. So your gift is giving people comfort, and your challenge is knowing how to let go of the feelings. People like you absorb other people's feelings. It's very important that you use water. Do you like water? Yeah. Yeah, being definitely. in the water, being around water, and knowing how to let your feelings. It's, it's very, it sounds funny, but it's very important that you're able to cry. Do you let yourself do that? Yeah. <laughs> I don't think you yeah, get a choice. So your lesson this lifetime is Earth, is practicality. You have Saturn and Taurus, and you came in to learn how to be patient with yourself. How are you doing in that department? Mm, I'm not sure. Can you, can you um, go I don't think, Do you let yourself be detailed and thorough? Um, I don't think I'm very patient sometimes, actually. No, I think it's probably difficult for me to be patient with myself and, and uh, just to relax and, and let things come, you know. You got it. So, so here's the simple answer looking at your chart. It's your challenge this life to actually find the value of going slow. 
And that we always resist what we came to learn. I don't know who made this game up. I wish it was different. But the very thing we come to learn, like you have similar to Marie, she also has earth. Hers is more of the workaholic. Yours is more of the patience to be trusting that even when it seems like it's not happening according to the way you want, that eventually it will. You should have gone through a big change in the year 2000. Did you? Uh, let's see, year 2000, what year are we now? Uh, <laughs> it was 10 years. Yeah, I, yeah, I would have. Yeah, I would have gone through a big change. I would have, that's um, close to when I would have been moving to Scotland. And, yeah, right, you made a, a big of, move. So yeah. that was a perfect example where life had its way with you and you were making that huge move, and yet you probably worried and fretted. You have to stop worrying. I promise, if you trust your gut, you will be on the right street. If you're patient, but if you get impatient and nervous and your emotional body starts to disrupt you, that's when you find yourself feeling scared for no reason. Can you relate to that? Yeah, yeah, totally. You know, Deborah, that year was 2000 was a very big change that gave you, and it should have happened again in 2007, another big change. Did that happen? Uh, let's see. Oh, gosh, I'm sorry. I don't, I don't Three kind of have ago. kind of, yeah, two years ago, yeah, I would have been, um, Separating from my husband and yeah, so yeah, see, changing our relationship. You're right on yeah. schedule. If I can mark those dates and those times and you can feel how much just I can point it in so quickly, you may uh-huh. think you're not doing well, Teresa, but you are very instinctual. And uh-huh. I can imagine it's hard being you because you get worried. Yeah, I do. I feel like I want to kind of have everything, you know, tick it off and make sure that everything's going as planned and, you know, be on top of it. And it's very frustrating to sit and wait, you know. (laughs) Marie, you tell her something. Well, I was just going (laughs) to say, Deborah, that I'm so glad you said what you said to Teresa at the beginning of the show. She and I haven't met yet, but we've had, you know, conversations on the radio and email. And I think that Teresa is a divinely gifted healer and yeah she absolutely is so it's so nice to get that from another person who also hasn't met her but can look at her astrology and see that everything there lines up with this natural incredible gift that she has it's just a judgment you know our minds are so funny we don't know how to feel comfortable with what we're doing because we in your case Teresa, because you think you should major word, should be doing more. But honestly, what Marie just said, you are a very gifted healer just by your presence. I agree. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah, and see, I feel like I should be doing more. All the way over here. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> and, and I think all the things that, you know, Teresa wants are just going to naturally unfold, that patience piece that, you know, both of you are talking about. I think being patient helps it to unfold faster. Exactly. The turtle is on the race. Yeah, <laughs> that's a good that. one. Thank you. I want to go get a turtle, Teresa. Go out and buy yourself a symbol. <laughs> on the, and turtle is a fertility symbol in the Hawaiians. It's a very ancient symbol that says, be patient, trust, and all is well. Can I get, like, just a turtle brooch instead of an actual turtle? <laughs> yeah, you sure can. You can get a real brooch. <laughs> yeah, lower maintenance and all that, you know? <laughs> That's Thank what I meant. I didn't mean to be going to real turtle. <laughs> Thank you so much, Teresa, for calling in all the way from Scotland, and we wish okay. you a fantastic day there. And Thank you very much. You're welcome, and more of your gifts unfolding and for you to see how much light you have inside of your being. Thank you very much. I love you, Marie. Love you, too. Bye-bye. So we're going to go ahead to the next person that we have on the line. Yeah, a little closer to home. We've got Cameron on the line from Seattle, born September 20th, 1991, a youngster at uh, 2 (laughs) a.m. In Seattle? In Seattle. Yeah. So Marie, why don't you start and I'll just put the chart in. Yeah, so so Deborah's going to go ahead and put the chart in. And how are you, Cameron? 
Um, I'm doing all right, I guess. Uh, one of the main things that I was calling about was that there's kind of this guy that I don't know really what's going on, but um, his name's Ian, uh-huh. and we're friends for the time being, but I guess I'm kind of just wondering what the purpose of us, like, hanging out and being friends is, like, if it's supposed to turn into something more, or if I'm just supposed to learn something from him, or what's going on there, because I get confused sometimes with it. Well, you know what, when I look at your confusion, and you're actually my daughter's age, my youngest daughter, you're a year older than she is, or not quite a year, but almost, um, is that you try, you, you know, you want to know everything before you actually experience it. And and so I would highly recommend experiencing it. If this guy turns out to be a healthy, romantic partner for you, that means that things will naturally flow in that direction. And if he's not meant to be a healthy, romantic partner for you, then things won't flow in that direction. The answers to life are actually really simple. When we try to process it and figure it out and analyze it, that's kind of when we get in trouble, in my opinion. Yeah, you're right. So, so Deborah, how's it going? Yeah, on? that's so perfect. What you said, you have your life lesson is Aquarius, and they're always in the future. Uh-huh. So you have this gift of wanting to know. It's a, a very healthy appetite you have for science. Have you ever studied science? Um, yeah, some of it. Yeah, is that of interest to you? Um, some things, but science and numbers and writing, and you've got a very analytical mind. Right. The... Yeah, yeah, I've noticed that too. <laughs> And that's a gift, and I love what Marie said. If you can, the thing is, I, even how you asked it, is there a practical reason? You have a lot of Earth in your chart. You have five planets in Earth. So you're a very practical girl, and you want to get results, and you want to be pra- useful. So it's a great question. What is the nature? We don't often ask that. What is the nature of this relationship? Is this real? And certainly time is going to show you, and it's a wonderful question. Why do we get brought together, and what are we supposed to be learning? And you are definitely an analyzer. <laughs> Yeah. <laughs> you could spend the whole day looking at people and making little notes. <laughs> yeah. And one of your gifts is being able to share your joy. You've got, similar to Marie, Leo rising, you've got a lot of life force. So it doesn't really matter what you get out of this encounter so much as paying attention to your discernment. At this uh-huh. age, it's so important. What do I want in a, in a boy or in a man? And do I have patience enough to trust? And yes, you are a futurist, so you learning how to just simply pay attention to the here and now. And then it will reveal us. I, I totally got what you said, Marie. Well, I love what you said, five planets and I love all Earth sign people. I don't know why, but I just adore them all. And, and so that practical part about the science makes total sense to, you know, have a foot in, uh, you know, with Earth in, in the science industry. But when you mentioned writing, I just got so, my field expanded exponentially, which is a, always an indicator of truth and wisdom. And so uh-huh. I, I think that Cameron, you know, thinking of the writing, especially with that Leo rising, she could have some really cool, popular, interesting books. You are definitely a writer, Cameron. Do you know that? Yeah, I mean, I've always wanted to write a book about my life experiences and everything because I've been through some pretty crazy stuff. (laughs) Short (laughs) stories. Just start with short stories. You are very good. It's true, Marie. I feel it, too. The ability for you to put words into action by your own heart and share it with us. And you've got such an unusual way of how you see the world. You don't see it the way everyone else does. Yeah, I think it's a great idea. Plus, I, I loved what you said, Deborah, about how she can just write a little something about the way she intensifies her study of individuals. That's what kind of will create the backdrop of the story because she can come up with so much information about someone. And characters. Yeah, you are an observer, Cameron. Yeah. 
Great, yeah. great Thanks writing. Yeah, thank you so much for calling in. Can't wait to read your first book. <laughs> <laughs> thank you. All right, have a great day. Thank you. All righty. So we're going to move along with our callers. Who do we have, Eric? We have uh, Kawaii on the line calling from Auburn, and uh, she was born... Looks like uh, September 10th, 1977 at 12.50 a.m. in Hawaii. And uh, Kauai, how do you say uh, the, the town you were born in? Kahuku. Kahuku. Okay. Kahuku. Do, you want me, do you want me to spell it, Deborah? No, no, I know. Okay. I'm very close to Kauai. Oh. I'm going there next week. Oh, my gosh. She already knows all the islands. So, Kauai, <laughs> how are you? I'm doing good, and it's Kavehi. 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 Oh, that's a beautiful name, by the way. And you have a gorgeous voice. Do you know that? Thank you. Yeah, you do. You'd be great for radio. <laughs> radio. What'd you say? I'd love to be in radio. Okay, so we've already solved your profession problem, <laughs> <laughs> if that if that's indeed a problem. So, what is it about radio that you like? Um, speaking. Speaking. You have a gorgeous voice. You're perfect for it. So, as Deborah's looking at your chart, do you have a question um, that you'd like to have answered? Um, I'm just. Well, one. Am I ADHD? Well, you know, I, I'm not, I don't really believe in that diagnosis. I think okay. it's overdiagnosed, completely overprescribed. But here's what I, I've scanned your body while you're talking because I never know what someone's going to ask me. And, you know, I sometimes specialize in health issues and all of that. So I'm in your lower back. It's really, really tight for me, which is the back of the second chakra. And when I look at your spine, I move into the vortex and I go up and down your spine. And the second chakra is about your will. And, and the spine is about our ability to get out of our way and align to the divine, or in your case, per my perception, force your will. You know, so you have this tendency to want to control and, and force your will, which is actually holding you back in life because uh, you don't have to fix it all. And even though people may not do it the way you want them to in the timely ways that they could or to the perfection level that you could because you are you can do things very, very well. That's kind of where creativity happens is in the mess, sort of speak. And so I have a phrase for you before Deborah gives her wonderful words of wisdom that I would love for you to say quietly to yourself maybe once or twice a day. And that phrase is, I surrender, I surrender, I surrender, I surrender. And then um, we'll head off to Deborah. How's it That's going, Deborah? so funny. So your name is, say it again, Kavehi? You, so funny, Marie. She has three planets Leo. Her life lesson is Leo, and it rules the spine. Oh, my goodness. Wow. And this is true. The issue is will. So you're a perfectionist, right? Kind of. <laughs> you have Either a tendency, and that's where the... Did you ask if you had ADD? What was the diagnosis yeah. she asked if I couldn't hear? Yeah, she asked if she had attention deficit disorder. That's true. You know what I think it is, is that your attempt to want to get it right, and to just as Marie said, to be in control is preventing the ability for you to just follow your own rhythm. You are very rhythmical. Do you do music? No. Do you sing? To myself. (laughs) Singing is a medicine for you. You, There's a perfectionist in here who's holding you back. Can you feel that? Yeah. Mm -hmm. And the question is how to get, I love that image of the back. You've got three plants in Leo, it rules the spine. How do you let yourself be your own self without living up to the standards of what you should, Virgo, think that you should do. As soon as you take out the should, you won't have ADD. You'll just be an unusual character who follows her own rhythm and does her own thing. What do you do for work? I'm an insurance salesperson. Yeah, she has to quit. (laughs) (laughs) 
you know, and of course you don't have to quit your job tomorrow, but maybe get a singing gig on radio. (laughs) You know what you are is you have great taste in clothes, don't you? Yeah. (laughs) You are a stylist. Ooh. Has that ever occurred to you? Well, I need, well, I, I do that for my friends. You should be doing that for a living. You have such great taste buds. See, you're, the problem you're having is you're trying to pretend you're an insurance agent, focusing your mind on these little tiny numbers, when really you're supposed to be creative and spontaneous. Yeah. Right. Mm-hmm. Ouch. But I have no skills in that area. Well, but she does naturally. Right, and I'll tell you what the good news is. Your chart right now is just being opened. You are having a mate in the next year, 2010 to 2011, you are beginning a change. So we're here today just to open that door up to give oh, you... that's but such you an honor. you are a little slow because you think you're in control. There's a big joke, how to make God laugh, tell her your plans. <laughs> You know, Deborah, I loved what you said about the music for her, because, you know, music is, you can't control it. It has to flow in order for it to reach its perfection, if you will. And and when you already like to sing, as you do, as our caller does, then, of course, playing music and singing, that could probably get her out of that whole idea of what to do next and let her move into the flow. But she judges herself so much, she only sings when she's alone, right? Y- yeah. <laughs> yes, a lot. You've got to sing with your best friends and say to them, I'm just going to have fun. It's so true. If you could let yourself go. I loved what you said about her spine. Do you have back problems? Um, upper back. Mm-hmm. And starting right at, I think she's absolutely right. You've got to let go. It would be great for you to do some yoga. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. And use that phrase, I surrender. And I'm not kidding about the quitting your job thing either. I'm absolutely not kidding. One of the things I know, and I'm sure Deborah could, uh, I'm sure her story is, quite unique and amazing people have natural gifts and abilities everyone does don't they deborah totally that's what she this is a designer creator and she's working at an insurance place right and and so when we can get out of our head about our fear of not having enough to feed ourselves and clothe ourselves and you know create a healthy environment for ourselves and we can back out of that and allow ourselves to be immersed even for a moment or two in our natural abilities then our our right passage our life purpose begins to unfold and it's such a blessing to embrace it and live it and that's where the magic begins absolutely i I couldn't agree more i thought that that would come when i was out of work but that it didn't happen yeah, well, they're not going to fire you. Right back to the same place. <laughs> hey, again, Marie. I said they're not going to fire her. She's a really good employee. They're not going to lay her off or fire her. You know? So the thing is, you have to have the courage. The missing ingredient is you're a perfectionist who lives with it. You have a similar to the last caller to Teresa, the cancer. You're cancerizing. So you scare yourself. Start telling all your friends, I'm taking you shopping. And they're going to start telling their friends. And before you know it, they're going to say, can you help me? And you're going to figure out the cheapest way. You're so good with numbers. And yes. to charge them. And charge them. And say, let's just do a trade to start with. And she, you get scared at the beginning, and you really need to give yourself permission to take a risk. It's so true. Yeah. And, so am I maybe supposed to write music? Oh, that sounds great. What did she say? I couldn't she, hear. She wants to know if she should write music. Oh, Creativity is all over this chart. Okay. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. And maybe that's my problem is that I always feel like there's so many things I could do, and I never know what to do because one thing isn't stronger than the others. Well, you have a gift of being very versatile, and that's not a problem, but you've got to make a list, Ms. Virgo, okay. of your favorite things, and then make a schedule and get some structure, because otherwise you're going to keep feeling like you're missing your boat. Yeah, and I don't have the structure. 
That's the missing ingredient, earth. You need some earth, Mama. (laughs) Thank you so much for calling in, and we are excited for your future creative process, and we wish you the best of luck and send you tons of love and blessings. Thank you. You're welcome. Bye-bye. Bye-bye. And Deborah and I are going to take a break here on the Remenu Cherry Show, and we will be right back. Marie Manucheri, RN, and Dr. Sheila Dunmerritt, MD, will continue their interactive workshops on Saturday, April 24th from 10 a.m. to 2 p.m. This workshop will focus on brain health. What are you thinking? Participants will explore neurotransmitters and how they affect what we create in our lives and how to change them to create what you want. This workshop will also include how the brain affects mood, sleep, depression, anxiety, and fatigue. Explore and unearth ways to heal without the use of pharmaceuticals. For complete information on this and other workshops, visit www.energyintuitive.com. The Gary Mance Show, it's the home of mastery and mystery. Big Joe Rombolo, the Sage of St. Louis, makes a return appearance at 7 o'clock, and he's ready to tell us what he means by the phrase, dump the junk. It's like spring cleaning for your soul. And at 8 p.m., Alicia Michelle brings her College of Astrological Knowledge into our studio, and she's taking your calls. The Gary Mance Show, Sunday at 7 Pacific. Are you looking for tools to enhance your life or to bring those things you desire into your life? Marie offers a variety of CDs to help you do just that. Get acquainted with your seven primary chakras and balance your human energy system. Or is embracing your intuition what you're looking to learn? Or would you rather focus on a healthy immune system? These CDs and more are available through Marie's website at energyintuitive.com. For a complete list of CDs available and their descriptions, please visit Marie's website today. Time for something different. Time for Alternative Talk 1150. Welcome back to the Marie Manu Cherry Show. This is Marie. I'm live here in Seattle. And I'm just going to go over a few classes that are coming up this month. On April 21st, which is a Wednesday night, I'm teaching at the Marriott Redmond Town Center between 7 and 9 p.m. And the class is Spirit Guides. Are you there? So, of course, I'll do public readings about your spirit guides and talk to you about what they look like to me and help you build a relationship with them because I think it's really important to be able to connect with beings on the non-physical world who are here to help you, who are madly in love with you and wish you the best in the world. And on April 24th, I'm teaching with the lovely Dr. Sheila Dunn-Merritt called Brain Health at the same hotel, Merritt Redmond Town Center. And that class is from 10 to 2. And we're going to be talking about brain health, neurotransmitters, to use non-pharmaceutical medications to cure things like insomnia and depression and many, many other things. She's a blast to teach with, so that'll be a lot of fun. And then on April 30th, between 7.30 and 9.30, I will be at the East West Bookshop in Seattle teaching a class about how to get to know your chakra system. So um, you can go to my website at energyintuitive.com and find out more information about that. And we, of course, have the lovely Deborah Silverman, an astrologer and psychotherapist from Colorado, who's here doing readings for us on the air. And Deborah, how can people reach you? They can go to my website. It's D-E-B-R-A, Deborah-Silverman.com. Or they can call my assistant. It's 303-665-0320. And she will help get some appointments set up. And on the website, there is some videos where you see me acting out all the 12 signs. 
which is very funny. Have you seen that yet, Marie? Oh, my gosh. One of my Facebook people put one on my website, um, Aries. It was hysterical. I laughed <laughs> my head off. It was great. So anyone that wants to go on the website, they're free. You just click on deborah-silverman.com, and you go to the video, and then you watch each of the signs. They're 10 minutes each of me doing what I call public schizophrenia, because you'll see how crazy I am. <laughs> it's really funny. It was great. Thank you for doing that. That's my pleasure. Thank you so much. So we're going to go back to the phone lines. Who, would you, who do we have, Eric? We're going to talk to Maureen calling from Seattle right now. Uh, Maureen was born, it looks like, June 9th, 1951 at 11.02 p.m. In Seattle. In Seattle. Right. Hi, Maureen. How are you? I'm great. How are you? I'm great. Thank you. So what are, while Deborah's looking at your chart, do you have a question? Or? Well, I have a real quick one. Yeah. When is my Saturn return? Over? I was just going to say you're about to be in Saturn return. <laughs> Haven't I gone through that already? <laughs> <laughs> that's hopeful, wishful thinking. Was it 11.02 a.m.? Uh, no, 11.02 p.m. PM. Okay, that's great. And obviously you know a little bit about astrology. A little bit, yeah. Well, let's talk about that. At the age of 28 to 30, yes. and at the age of 58 to 60, yes. we go through a huge change. It's absolutely inevitable. And yes, you know what? I can't believe this, Maureen. Yours is coming back. Oh, it was done. Yes. Saturn did leave, enter Libra, but it went back into Virgo, Tim, the last week, and you are going to feel it again for the next two, three months, and then you're done. Yay. So, is that, has it been a hard time? Um, you know, it has been a good time and a hard time, both. It's sort of balanced out. Did you let go of something? I let go of something, yes. What did you let go of? A job. Good for <laughs> you. It's just what Marie was just talking about. Yes, yes. So here's the story. It finishes, yours is done, when you really feel the relief is by July. Good. And it's getting, it'll be better by the early part of July. So this was an exercise for you to see if you could stop doing what you used to be doing. And it's hard for you because you're a workaholic. You've got shades of Marie in you. <laughs> Don't you? Yes, at a Capricorn ascendant or something. That's right. You've got yeah. that same energy, that, that earth energy. So your life lesson this life, now we've got, isn't that funny? Marie had Saturn in Capricorn. One of our callers had Saturn in Taurus. And here you are, Saturn in Virgo. These are all the people you do love, earth people, Marie. You're I drawing do. Them. I just love them. Because yeah. they're so grounded. But this gift for you at this point, Maureen, is you have Gemini energy. You're here mm. to be playful and talk and entertain people and have fun for no reason. How are you doing at that? I sure try. I, do <laughs> I don't think you try. I think you do it naturally. And, and my this is the era. You have just by the end of the summer... You need to learn to recalibrate. You are in the phase of your life where it's okay to stop working. Oh, okay. I like that. That's, that's, that's <laughs> not easy. My um, younger sister has almost an identical natal chart. She, not the planets inside, but the outer. She has the Capricorn ascendant, and 10 out of the 12 are the same as mine. Wow. Yeah, does that mean we're connected? That means, you know, we often have brothers and sisters that come in either as soul sisters or soul yeah. brothers, or they come in as big, fat nuisances. And <laughs> they're what I call karmic elephants, the people we can't get rid of that just hang around. Yeah, I have those. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. And it's always a karmic conversation. It's why did this person come into my life? And I have a theory, there's some people we can't get rid of. But you do get a vote on the proximity. And for you... Um, Maureen, you're good with family. You're good with sisters. You are built for community. Yeah. That's yeah. beautiful. Yeah. That's just beautiful. And I agree. I, I mean, I didn't really know this whole thing about the playfulness other than when I f hear Maureen's voice, I want to play. I feel very relaxed. But I do think it's a challenge for you, Maureen. It's to, very hard for me yeah, to play. Yeah, yeah, it is. 
That's the change. Yeah. That's what I have to do more of. <laughs> so I have a homework, a few homework assignments for you. Okay. One would be to hang a sheet outside, you know, on some trees or something and do some finger painting with watercolors. I Uh-oh. think that would be fun. Yeah. Get some Play-Doh, make a mess, uh, <laughs> you know, just do messy, fun, childlike, playful uh, acts because that will get you into that spontaneous energy. I like that. Okay. I, I will do that. And thanks a lot for your reading. You're so welcome. Thank you. Bye. Bye-bye. So who else do we have, Eric? We've got... Rhonda on the line now, calling from Salt Lake City, Utah. Uh, but she was born in Oregon City, Oregon, on uh, October 5th, 1965, at 11.27 p.m. Great. Hi, Rhonda. Hi, Marie. Hi, Deborah. How are you? Doing good. Having fun. <laughs> I, I watched those zodiacal videos on your website, and I was cracking up yesterday. <laughs> you know, they were a little really embarrassing. Oh, no, yeah. they're so cool. They were funny. It yeah. was, it's, the, it's what you just told the last person. I'm also a Gemini, and like Maureen, it's the courage to be childlike that really gives us freedom. But there's not all the signs that have the, what's that called, chutzpah, or courage to be able to step up and step out. And that's a really important muscle. Wow, that's amazing. So, Rhonda, what questions do you have today? My question was, I have a ton of stuff going on, and so I wanted to see what zodiacal energies are there to assist me in the flow, and what ones might try to restrict it. Ooh, ooh. So are you ready for her, Deborah? Yes, I am. Okay. Can you repeat the question, Marie, because I couldn't quite hear. I, I believe the question was that she wants to know what energies are available to help her, and which ones are the ones that she should avoid. Okay, got it. So you're going to go through a very intense cycle in the middle of this next winter, 2000, and I never know where we are, 2010. And it's going to be a time for discipline and focus. So it's great you're asking this question now. You have just finished a last year. You should have gone through a big change a year and a half ago. What happened? Oh, tons of stuff. <laughs> was it painful? Uh, some. Some of it was. So, you lost know, a lot of family members and... Yeah, you had to let go. Yeah. So, you know, death is part of the story in your lifetime. You have this gift of really being able to partner with people. You have an incredible capacity to do love and family. And your exercise, what you came here to learn, is boundaries. And that's what happened last year. How do I step away from the pain and actually get myself back into my world? Is that true? Absolutely. And I've been actually doing a pretty good job with that. You are doing a great job with it. See, the thing for you is this in a year, in Christmas of this year and then through the winter, you're going to find yourself back in life again. But whenever there's death, it's such an important thing. We don't have a society that lets us grieve. That is true. And you've done a brilliant job. You're one of those people that is very real. You can't fake it. You have, like, zero tolerance for being able to make your body act like she's interested when she's not, right? (laughs) No. (laughs) You're like popcorn. Like, where did she go? Where did Rhonda go? Oh, she's gone. (laughs) We all have friends like this. It's a Libra quality. Libras can't fake it. If they're not really feeling connected, they're just gone. And you're going to go through this wonderful transit. The, The sad part is over. It was a whole year of letting go, and boy, I can really feel how much work you did. And there's something to be said about death as a spiritual doorway. I hate that this is true, but it's true. When we let go and we open our heart, we really find out, do we believe in God and do we believe in life when we're hurting? And I think you have a tremendous amount of faith. Yes, I do. Mm -hmm. Okay, Marie, your turn. 
Well, I actually have had the honor of meeting Rhonda several times. Uh, she came to Seattle for a class, and then she came to Sun Valley when I was teaching. So I've met her and seen her. And I think the whole thing about the boundary setting is is right on. And I think for Rhonda, moving, taking her beautiful gifts to connect with people into a public professional arena is, I think, is very, very helpful for her because she's got a, a tremendous gift of helping people find their focus, you know, feel connected and safe, and then be able to move forward in their lives. And and that's what you're working on. Is that true? Yeah, it is. Yeah, you've got Jupiter right now in the most auspicious place. All the Pisces, Pisces, you have Pisces at the your life lesson is water and boundaries and sensitivity, and this is a very positive time. It's just started, like in the last two or three weeks. Wow, the winds have changed at Rhonda's house. Yay! <laughs> you feel yeah. it? Yeah, I'm on a hill and I'm already going down. It's, it's like I say, it's <laughs> yeah. a lot of stuff. That's why I say it's all moving at once. It really is. That's and fantastic. your life lessons water. So the more you can let yourself do the magic of your faith and your spirituality and your deep feeling, the better. Yeah, and that's all involved in what I'm creating. So. Oh, Perfect. Fantastic. We're so happy for you, Rhonda. Thank you for doing all your hard work. Oh, thank you, guys. All righty. It a- feels so good. You've got very healing energy, Rhonda. Aww. Thank you. She's a lover. She is. Totally. (laughs) She is. Well, thank you so much for calling in and have a wonderful time in Utah. Okay. Bye-bye. Bye-bye. Now we're going to go on to Patty calling from Sumner, and she was born in Seattle on May 9th, 1950, but uh, is not sure of the time. Ah. Hi. I think it was in the morning, but that's about all I remember. Well, obviously, I don't remember anything, but... (laughs) (laughs) you got to say, good memory. You know what, Patty? Before you even said that, you are so funny. You are hysterical. I mean, you are just... Really? Yeah, I think you are. I mean, as soon as I heard your voice before the punchline, um, I wanted to laugh already. My body felt oh. like I'm in a like Comedy Central, you know, I'm sitting oh, in... Oh, cool. Yeah, I'm sitting in some, you know, laugh comedy place, <laughs> having a margarita and laughing my head off because that's how you oh. make me feel. I bet you make a lot of people feel that way. Um, I try. I try to, you know, always... Lighten the load a little bit. Oh, yeah, well, you're amazing. funny you say that, Marie, because she has Jupiter, the planet of joy, sitting right on her moon, and that is humor. I love how you do this, Marie. Do you just <laughs> get a feeling in your body? Yeah, it's like a picture, a feeling, and knowingness is what I call it. It's true. And and do you have you find yourself in humor? Do you, is that something that you like, Patty? Um, more so within the last... Four or five months prior to that, I kind of went through a rough kind of spot. So, you went through uh, a rough spot about two years ago. Come on. 2007, 2008, 2009, the whole thing. You went through Saturn Return. Yeah, it was pretty bad. Did you have to let go of something? Um, my husband passed away. Oh, Aww. here we go. I'm so sorry. Yeah. But um, anyway, so I'm kind of... I well, decided here's, that the, here's the good news. Honestly, this is going to sound a little strange. Jupiter is sitting on the placement where visible world, where you can find the people that we can't see. You know that line in the movie, I see dead people? <laughs> uh-huh. You have that ability. Oh, my gosh. That's Did you, Have you seen or felt your husband of recent in the last month or two? Um, a feeling, but I actually saw him just prior to the one-year anniversary, actually in full apparition. Yep. Aww. You have the gift, Patty, and part of what he's trying to do is let you know about the other side. Okay. And you are very grounded. <clears throat> you have a great gift with food. You must love to cook. Oh, yeah. 
I want to come oh, to yeah. your house. <laughs> oh, you are, huh? Well, I came from a big family, so I know how to cook, like, very well. Oh, God, you're a gourmet cook. You're one of those people that doesn't even need a recipe. No, I, I, I'm not very good at recipes. I just kind of throw it in and taste. I know, because the spontaneity of your nature and the sensualness. And I'm telling you, this sounds funny, but you have a relationship with the other side. That sounds so. great. <laughs> I, I, I've been trying to learn how to do that ah. to zero in. Oh, I'll give you a homework assignment. So he- okay. here's what happens, and um, Deborah hasn't mentioned this part before. I don't know if it's in your chart. It, well, while the two of you were talking, and you know, we have you have this whole Jupiter beautiful thing, and I'm in the nightclub having a margarita, listening to you <laughs> tell jokes. And then, and then the flip side of this is that you have this undercurrent that's very sad in in your energy system. You know, maybe that's why the humor is there, so that you don't go down and feel this sadness. And right. and working as a medium, one of the the problems can be for people connecting with their loved ones, whether you do it personally or professionally or both, as I do, is that where your husband is. He was very cute, by the way, a really good looking oh, guy. Oh, thank you, thank you. Yes, he yeah, was very good looking man. Is that w- one of the problems? Is is that where he is? It's profoundly joyful for the majority of individuals on the other side. It's like all the time and so yeah right so when you have that undercurrent of pain and sorrow that's in your body even before he passed this is from what i can see it's part of your experience here on earth then it's hard for you for you to get your frequency up to where his is where you can communicate so it's like being on two separate radio stations you're on country music you know the dog died they impounded (laughs) your car the girlfriend left and then he's on, you know, Smooth Jazz, my favorite station here in Sandusky Radio. So so what you want to do is do your best to find things that bring you happiness to focus on. And maybe that would be cooking. I had no idea you were a great cook. I'm coming to your house for sure. Oh, okay, cool. You live closer to me than Deborah lives to you, and I don't cook, so I'm coming to your house. And so, you know, when you can think about your cooking, it's going to put you in joy, and then it's so much easier for the two of you to connect. Oh, okay. Okay, so that's how you do it. You have to get happy to talk to the dead people. Race the happiness to talk to him. Okay, yeah. well. That makes you know. so much sense because you can imagine that when the soul sees you and he's longing to feel you and you're caught in the feeling of sadness or missing, there's no way the frequencies can connect. Got it. It makes so much sense, Marie. Wonderful. I love it when things make sense. That's fantastic. <laughs> Perfect. And, and that's real easy to do, too. Because, boy, she can be happy. When you're happy, all you need is a good meal some good friends around, a glass of wine, and you're a happy girl. And, and you know, that's, oh, yeah. that's the answer to life. We each have our own unique individual biochemistry of what brings us joy. And once we can identify it, that is the magic ticket to creating a wonderful life, reconnecting to that frequency over and over and over again. And, of course, feeling our pain, you know, when we need to, but to not get stuck in it and, and to find that place of our inner joy. Wonderful. Oh, Thank you, thank you so very much, much, Patty. Okay, Lots of thank love you. to you. Aww. Okay, thank you. Same to you. Bye-bye. Bye. Oh, that's lovely. So we're oh. gonna, that was lovely, wasn't it? Yes. Yeah, yeah, it's so good great. to hear someone take their sadness and turn it into some opening rather than just plain old sadness. And to see your husband like that. What a joy. Yeah. What a joy. So we're going to go ahead and go back to the phone lines. Let's talk to Steve in Redmond, who was born in Minneapolis on December 9th, 1958 at 5.15 p.m. Great. Hi, Steve. How are you? Good. How you been? Great. Thank you. Thank you for being our first mail caller. That's oh, okay. really lovely. How's your day going? It's 
So far, so good. You know, you have a calm voice when I'm listening to you, but as soon as you got on the airways and I heard your voice, my body is anxious. I, I feel like I need some Ativan and I don't take drugs. <laughs> okay. Um, so do you normally run anxiety or are you just nervous about calling in? Uh, I just have a lot of energy in general, I guess. I'm a little excited. I love this topic. Oh, great, great. So we'll talk about the anxiety because even though your answers are are your answers, I'm still not, my, wow. my anxiety hasn't shifted yet. So I know that my perception has some accuracy to it because, sure. because if your answer were, were, uh, aligned with my reading, my anxiety would have already decreased and it's actually elevating. So you may run anxiety and you're unaware of it perhaps in your body, which is not good for your body, by the way, to be in stress. How's, how's your reading going, Deborah? Is it, was the birth date December 9th, 58? Yeah, but the time is actually 5.30. That's okay. okay. So you know what, Marie? He has, this is amazing. You have five planets and six planets in fire. Oh, so what yeah. you're feeling is so much energy. Do you what do you said? Uh, no, but I do feel the need to get more exercise. <laughs> That's what Marie's speaking to. Something with this much fire including your life lesson, your Saturn's there, your sun's there, your moon's there, your double sag. If you don't get physical, the body will take on that impulse to want to release or be expressive, and it turns in on itself. So are you having any health issues? Uh, not that I'm aware of. So Just my you, back. Your back? It's sore constantly, yeah. Yeah, that's no fun. So yoga would be perfect, like maybe um, hot yoga. Hot it, yoga. Yeah, because it's, okay. it's harder, so your body's going to have to work harder, and yoga will be great for your muscles and your skeletal structure. I'm so glad you said that, Deborah. you know, because he doesn't recognize anxiety. and he's, Because he runs so much voltage. Oh this is a person gosh. who wakes up in the morning going, good morning, are you really loud? <laughs> Am I? Yeah. Um, I can be. I kind of have two sides, you know. I'm kind of loud. Well, I'm shy until you get to know me. <laughs> Do you have, tell the truth. Does, is alcohol one of your best friends? No, I don't drink. When did you stop? Oh, years ago. That's so good. That is so important because, boy, can you indulge. This is a person yeah. who can have fun all the time. <laughs> yeah. But the flip side of that is he's very shy. <clears throat> you have the combination Marie has about fire and water. But in your case, the water can put your fire out. So either you're really bold or you're really inside. Yes. And it feels extreme. Uh, yeah, it can. So it's important that you start right now a regiment where you start moving your energy consistently. You've got to do some yoga or some physical exercise because as you're, you're not going to age like normal people. You're, you probably look a lot younger than your years, do you? Yes. But yeah, what will happen do. is what Marie's picking up is your body is wanting to continue to move even though you're feeling older and you're getting a little sedated. Did you do sports when you were a kid? Uh, no, not a lot. I was pretty active, though, swimming and biking and hiking and stuff, yeah. yeah. That's what I meant. <laughs> yeah, yeah. So, so that's what he needs. And one of the things that affects the body, unfortunately, in a negative way is stress. And so you're so lucky, Steve, because all you have to do to decrease your stress is go get busy physically. Exactly yeah. right. You're so lucky. Great. And you already look good, so you're going to look even better. <laughs> okay. <laughs> lucky deck. Did you have a question? Because I know we've read for you, but did you have a question? Yeah, I was just wondering which element am I here to learn about? <laughs> Your answer <clears throat> is fire. You're here to be bold and blunt and honest and courageous enough to speak your heart. 
and be able to tell the truth. If you hold back, you'll go finding yourself very alone and very lonely. Okay. Can wow. Yeah. Yeah. No, that makes total sense. And of course, it's about what we've been talking about to some degree anyway. Thank you so much for calling in. It was a pleasure talking to you, Steve. Okay, thank you too. Thank you, Deborah. That was great. Thank well, you. Well, for... you sure picked up his fire. <laughs> yeah, my body's starting to calm down now, so I'm really happy about that. <laughs> okay, so we're going to go to our next caller, and we've only got three more minutes here on the show. So, um, who do we have, Eric? Let's talk to Janet in Redmond, who was Hi. born in Cleveland, Ohio, back in 1957 on March 21st at 9:14 a.m. Great. Hi, Janet. How are you? Hi, I'm, I'm good. I'm so excited to get to call in. I've just loved every reading you you both have given so far. Well, you know, Deborah and I are loving it, too, actually. We're having fun. Oh, it's so, it's so interesting. It is It is really interesting. It absolutely is. In fact, I asked um, Deborah when we were off air if she would be a regular on the Rain Menu Cherry Show, and she's agreed. Good. So, so Janet, what's your question? Well, um, I've been going through so much... Um, health-wise, and I've called in before and have shared that I, I tend to have a lot of um, dreams, and a lot of them come true, and I'm, I've fought my whole life against this, and, and yet they're so accurate, and um, I guess I'm just trying to figure out what is mine to do. I do have so many passions. Oh, and Did you listen to the beginning and hear the different qualities, Janet, of elements? Do you know which one's yours? No, which one? What do you think? Um, I was thinking maybe fire and water. You got it. Listen to your voice. I can feel the fire all the way from here. You've got six planets in fire. You are bold and outrageous. <laughs> oh, my God. And here I've been trying to be a good pleaser. And another... <laughs> <laughs> this isn't going to work. It hasn't been working very well at all. I think she needs to hook up with Steve. <laughs> <laughs> You're so funny, Marie. You need permission right now. In July, August, and September, but particularly July, you're going to find yourself really ready for some discipline. You've got to change your style. Okay. It's permission to be bold and funny and loud. You have more fire. If you hold back, it's similar to Steve. We've got a theme. You can't hold back. You're talkative, you're blunt, and you're a seer. And what was the last thing you said? A seer. A seer, someone who has the gift of sight. Fierce, did you say? <laughs> Someone who has the gift of sight. Oh, a seer. I'm yeah, so clairvoyant. No, no, you're wonderful. Clairvoyant. Clairvoyant. And that's your life lesson is in Sagittarius. How blunt, how honest, and how real can you be? You know, in life, we've got to have, just what you said earlier, Marie, finding our niche and knowing what we're good at and not shying away. As soon as you leave yourself behind, there's nobody home. Right, exactly. I, exactly. Well, I, I hope that was helpful helpful for you, Janet. And, and if we had Steve's number, we'd hook you guys up. Um, but I want to thank you so much, Janet, for calling in. And we're, we're going off the air now. And, Deborah, thank you so much. You are amazing. I already knew that because I personally got to experience you at the beginning of the year. And I'm, I'm so excited. Oh, I had a wonderful time with you on this hour. And I look forward to having you again on the show, which I will. So thank you, Deborah, and joyful blessings. Thank you, Marie. Oh, you're welcome. For all that you do. You're welcome. Joyful blessings, everyone. Until next time, good night.